0: All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement.
1: You are now listening to how That's Garbage Media production. We got a rag on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day.
0: Podcasting. Champion of the
1: world! It's Happy Hour, your new favorite podcast.
0: Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. And now, introducing us.
1: Your hosts, Snake and Trav.
0: The Garbage! What up, Snake and Trav? here on the pod episode nine pretty sure travi what's going on brother
1: hey brother how was your weekend
0: my first weekend watching a lot of football how about you you watch some games
1: yeah i got some i got some games in from pretty much the late afternoon on i guess i saw the penn i saw the penn state game obviously it took me a second of uh reeling there we were actually at a friend's house and they had the Stroh's game on Stroh's and Mariners
0: just start so, watching that at some point
1: not gonna lie I felt felt good to just take a little break after you know what that uh what happened oh there. you
0: watched Penn State then Stroh's Mariners yeah yeah sorry nice.
1: so watched some Penn State and then I uh, figured I'd take my mind off football for a little bit watch the little Mariners and Stroh's and that game was like 18 innings of no runs. So I, I caught maybe a third of that, the middle third. So
0: (laughs) nice. That I mean, that sounds, that doesn't sound like the worst idea after watching that Penn state game, but that being said, so you didn't get to catch, did you go highlights for Alabama, Tennessee?
1: I, we threw that on, caught the last, probably the last quarter of that. Oh, so So, you caught the
0: important part of that too. I
1: caught the end of the middle window. Yeah. I just needed like a couple hours off. Um, yeah, sorry. I didn't want you to think I like uh, took the whole day off or anything. I just took like uh, sixty minutes off or something.
0: Yeah, no. Like I said, that was probably wise. I could have used that yeah. myself.
1: Yeah, and I didn't catch obviously anything else in the early window. So, all
0: right. Not let's,
1: sure. will we'll go through how much on. was going on. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. just
0: we'll just run down the list. So I don't have full disclosure. This is an abbreviated pod. I do have some other obligations to tend to. Uh, so. The research department really suffered this week. Uh, No notes on the previous games, but we can just kind of go off the dome here. And then same with picks. I don't really have... I had like slotted a few picks last night as I was falling asleep. And my eyes were so heavy that I was like, all right, I'm just going to uh, hear Trav out on some of his plays, see what I can pick up here and there, and then maybe just fire some, some instantaneous winners because... To be honest, I think that might be a better approach than what's been going on for me. All the research, as Ziggy would say, all the trends, it's its not going well. I was 9-12 and 12 last week, but again, when I'm missing, I'm missing big. Minus 9.4 units on the week. Things are just spiraling, and it's like a runaway train that I can't get a hold of, so that brings me down to minus 15 units on the year uh
1: I'll that's, def- sal- that's salvageable let's be serious
0: I I don't know if it is minus 15 units I guess at one point I was up dude it says I'm down 41 in the last 30 days that that's seems impossible
1: great. that's not great but if you're just, now you just got to be up 41 units in the next 30 30 days and then everything will look great again
0: yeah let me look just Real briefly, my big losers, Penn State cost me dearly. I did have some I did have a little over three on that Homer pick. The teaser cost me dearly. I put two full units on it this week. obviously the parlay went down as well uh and then I just had like a little bad kind of late afternoon stretch here. I had Wisconsin by seven. they blew their lead. Washington, Arizona, under 73. That went for a million points. I had the Rice over straight up as well as in that parlay. So that loss, that was never close. And Mississippi State, Kentucky. So I lost four or five picks right in a row there. That was really the difference for me. Oh, and then the final slap in the face. I got back on the NFL train, lost the Ravens too for two big ones. Ravens minus five. They lose outright.
1: Yeah, I don't know where you got that Ravens minus five from, but that was not a good idea. Yeah,
0: that's a bad idea. Yeah, uh, really I have idea. I have your record at eight and six. Looked like a, about a break even week. Eight and six without the parlays. I did see a live bet fired in there. I assume that was uh, that was that was, not-
1: that was because that's because it was not documented until about three minutes after kickoff when I realized it was not on the plays, but it was on the pot. So
0: oh nice. So even better. So then I think you're at nine and six. Just based Great. on let's see.
1: I think I was about even on Saturday. Like I like literally I'm talking I think I made four cents on Saturday. And then I <laughs> Sunday, got just
0: yeah like six cents according to the app.
1: Six cents. Oh even better. Uh yeah. So pretty even again. It's been pretty even. It's been pretty even for me. And then I just any money that I make, I've just lost on the parlays. So I'm just gonna keep doing those. I'm due for one of those.
0: That's kind of fun. You're playing parlays for free. I have yet plus still seven units up on the year, plus seven. That's yeah. I ain't bad.
1: Yeah, seven point nine one. Not bad.
0: Not bad at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, Any
0: big hitters or just pretty much all one unit plays? Looks like a bunch of one unit plays.
1: Just pretty much all one, one unit. Hawaii.
0: Yeah. Hawaii is your big winner. You catch yeah. the money line and the plus six.
1: Yep. yep. I had a good feeling about that one. I've probably been wrong on Hawaii many more times than I was right, including week zero. But it feels, feels good to catch Hawaii in that late night window. And you-
0: Hawaii might be back a little bit. Yeah. You're going to ask. I made it to like 2 a.m. Eastern. And I yeah. tapped. It's like okay. third quarter.
1: Yeah, same. Third quarter for me, too. I could not do it. Uh. I wanted to just, and I had a two, I have that two hour buffer too. And I was just finally Like, yeah, I had to get up and play some golf. And I was just so excited about it. I was like, the sooner I fall asleep, the sooner I get to wake up and go play some golf. So
0: street. Yeah. And the stream was brutal for that game. That, that, that Hawaii thing is a crime. Like, I don't remember what it used to stream on, like some sort of Fox, like out west, or wasn't it?
1: Well, it depends. Uh, their Spectrum Sports was the one it was That's on. That's what it was. It yeah, depends. yeah, it is on that sometimes, I believe.
0: It seems like every time I've tried to pull it up this year, it's been like, go on Twitter and try and find a stream. It's really weird. All right, let's go through the. Let's just run through the games real quick. If you have any notes, just stop me. Um, got to start Thursday night, West Virginia, 43 Baylor 40. That was a terrific game. I don't know if you caught that tons of back and forth.
1: I didn't see much of the second half. I saw the very end, I guess of the second half. Um, but I feel like we had the right, I feel like we had the right team picked. man. Just didn't work out that way. And sometimes that happens. Yeah. Sometimes
0: we, we make fun of people that say that. I think that was the case. We actually, I do feel like Baylor was the correct play it was just West Virginia's night like Blake no Shapen gets knocked out of the game yeah and the weirdest part was it, I mean it kind of went back and forth but for the most part Baylor just led the whole time and then they would throw a haymaker they'd be up like two touchdowns and then West Virginia would like climb back into it tie it up Baylor would regain the lead and then West Virginia just kind of stole it at the end
1: yeah, I feel like West Virginia fans have this like soft spot in my heart, though. Just watching them, just just ecstatic in the stands celebrating that game. You know, I don't know what else. I don't know what else they have in West Virginia, so uh, it was. It's all. It's always fun to see. That looked, Mount, like a, it looked like it looked like a lot,
0: book. a lot of fun for the Thursday yeah, night party boys. Yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Let's not forget that Penn State is playing in West Virginia. I think what twenty twenty five. So, mark your calendars. I will be there.
0: Oh, at West Virginia. Yeah, that should. Well, they play. Yeah, that's home series next year. It should go there. 2024.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe it is 2024. Yeah.
0: And then I, I have to be. I would be remiss not to mention. The final drive of the game. Did you see this, Trav? Baylor's quarterback, the backup quarterback had obviously came in. He was serviceable for, I don't know, the half of the third quarter. The fourth quarter, went very poorly. Just kind of like ran out of gas. And he was just trying not to screw up. So down, down by three with, I don't know what there was, 30 seconds or something. This is how the game ended. First and ten. He goes scramble, runs for yardage. I don't think they had a timeout. Must have got back on the ball. So second down comes, and he goes check down throw. Again, nope. we have 30 seconds left. We need to get down the field and kick a No first down?
1: Goal. Did they get a first down on that? I can't remember.
0: No, it looks like he got. He scrambled for seven yards. Okay. So it's second and three. Uh, incomplete pass. Third down. So third and three, he throws the ball away. I think he threw it out of bounds.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. So he's
0: he's living to see another down. Keep in mind there's 13 seconds left, and they are on their own 30-yard line. Fourth and three, you're just thinking like, hey... I know you're nervous, you don't want to throw a pick, but you're allowed to throw a pick. Just huck this ball down the field. No, one more time. He pulls it down and he scrambles for 17 yards and gets tackled in the middle of the field. Obviously with no time left. The most frustrating failed cover I've ever watched. It's just like yeah. just I don't care if the field goal is 65 yards, just get me there.
1: And don't tell me that it's impossible because we all know it is. And it seems like on those last minute drives, that's when you get those like cheap penalties and stuff. You can get 15 yards just like that. Yes. And, and the week, the weekend before I watched Oregon state in a similar situation, literally drive down the field and score a touchdown and win. So I, I, yeah, no excuses there. That was just pathetic.
0: Uh, probably not a whole lot of
1: in-game experience for that guy. So we'll give him, we'll give him I'm one
0: going to guess. Yeah. They're probably going to reevaluate the two minute drill with the backup quarterback. Cause I don't think he's ever done that. like, Your check down should probably be a 12-yard curl across the sticks because the defense is off by that much. It shouldn't be like a two-yard failed check down to the running back.
1: You know, I'm just totaling up his rushing yards on that last drive, though. 24, that's not too bad.
0: (laughs) That's, yeah, 7-17. and Good for him. He's padding the stat book. All right, we'll move along. Um, UCF did score 70 points that night, but I did not watch the game. Just thought that was notable.
1: I did not watch it either. Yeah. Our guy, the Tool, seven TDs. I texted you about that. What a performance.
0: That's unbelievable. Four TDs passing, 18 of 22, and he ran three in. Have a yeah. day, Tool. Uh Friday night, Navy SMU. I feel like I had this on here because I had to. T- I think this might have been my travesty of the week, but I'm not sure. No, it was a backdoor cover. It was the opposite. If you were on SMU, you suffered the travesty of the week because Navy punched in not one but two garbage-time TDs <laughs> to get the cover. I actually had Navy money line. I felt really good about them running the ball. They did cover the 13 or 14 points. I did not deserve to cover that game.
1: Yeah, see, that's when you just don't tell anybody about that, though.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay, so on to Saturday. It's at the top of the list I'm looking at penn state seventeen michigan forty one not great trav
1: yeah i'm still still hurting a little bit. Don't ask me if I'm all right but i I think the takeaway was or this is what i this is what I talked to I think you and Griff about a little bit to me, I don't think this was ever supposed to be the year. I think it would have been a pleasant surprise if we were at the top of the Big Ten this year. I think getting annihilated is very, very painful. Just getting pushed around like that in the trenches. I feel like we've had some much worse teams that have I, not had that happen to you them. You
0: can throw for 400 on me. Please don't run for 400 on me. That is yeah. hard to watch.
1: Couldn't, ag- couldn't agree with you more. I think Michigan look legitimate, though. I mean.
0: Yeah, that was a big takeaway for me. It was if they can push Penn State. Like, I'm not saying Penn State's amazing, but. If you can push Penn state around like that, like you got to keep that in mind when Michigan plays Ohio state, because watching that on Saturday was like a more dramatic version of what they did to Ohio state. But you and
1: there, can, and there's you can, no doubt. That's exact. Yeah. That's exactly how they beat Ohio state last year. So if Ohio state was, uh, you know, hopefully uh, Ohio state obviously has a new defensive coordinator. Hopefully they have their stuff figured out because Michigan's going to try and do the same thing to him again, like they did last year. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat him again, man. They look pretty. They look pretty good. I I always try and sell Jim Harbaugh a short. I kind of hate that guy. I think he's a
0: douchebag. He does seem like a prick. And then,
1: but he had his guys ready to go, man. He really and it did. Was, like it was like varsity versus. I wouldn't even say GAB. It was like freshman team.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, we honestly hung in there in the first half with like the one long run and the one pick six, which I mean it was an absolutely terrible pass. I I don't really care. I'm not going to apologize for that. Everyone in the world. Yeah.
0: Everyone in the world has probably heard this at this point, but because of that pick six and because of the Sean Clifford, like 65 yard run, they said Penn State had two touchdowns in the first half and one first down.
1: Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, one of the reasons they didn't have any first downs though was also Michigan was like methodically working their way down the field. They only had the ball three times in the first half, right? So
0: yeah, and a couple three and outs, and yeah, and one long yeah. run. So and
1: one long run, right? So yeah, not not a great performance, actually. No, that's uh, terrible. That's what, what terrible. A, that definitely a, one of the more disappointing you know losses from the standpoint of at least at least don't let them run for five hundred yards. Yeah, I guess and we all talked about it. Don't let this guy run for 200 yards. Well, he didn't, he ran for 170, 175. And the other guy also ran for 175.
0: So yeah, we definitely said that, that we may wake up on Sunday and be like, wow, they ran for six or seven yards of carry. I think it was eight yards a carry, but we were kind of mentally preparing ourselves for that to happen. But the strangest part of that to me is like, if you look back, uh, like, Evaluate your opinion of these two teams three weeks ago. Michigan was playing with Maryland. You're like, okay, like, no doubt. I guess Maryland can play Michigan tight. Uh, Someone else played them pretty tight. Iowa only gave up 27 points. Like, I think it was just,
1: yeah, I think it's just one of those phenomena in football where you can't, you can't ever predict it. But basically, that is going to go down as when they look back on their season, they're going to say that was our best. That was probably our best game, our best. Well, like well-rounded effort. And then Penn State hopefully will look back on it and say, yeah, that was definitely one of the worst ones that we've in a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And it just happened to be on during the same game. Uh, particularly the, I mean, the fourth quarter was, they, they said they outscored us 25 to zero. That was just, that was hard to watch.
0: Yeah, it really was. So that, at that point you have to throw on some, uh, Mariners baseball and just cool mm-hmm. off.
1: That's right. And I'm just thinking of like, you know, in that um ESPN, the E sixty voice, you know, what if I told you that Penn State led that game in the second half?
0: Not in the second quarter.
1: Second half. They kicked the field goal to start the third quarter and took the lead.
0: 17-16? Yeah. Wow. When, I had When they kicked the field goal that. there.
1: When they kicked the field goal there, I go, okay, it's not a fluke there in this. And then geez. never.
0: Yeah. It was only a matter of time before those guys started ripping through those gaping holes and getting by the safeties. Yeah. Alright, that's enough on that. Um, this isn't going in order of time, but this is just how ESPN is reading me the game. So, Alabama 49, Tennessee 52. I I watched most of this game. One of them... I don't want to call it like a fluke game, because Tennessee is definitely good, but you had a guy on Tennessee catching passes at one point and he had like five catches for 180 yards and five touchdowns or something. And then he finished yeah. with like one other, he had one catch that wasn't a touchdown.
1: Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. I had that jotted down as well. Here's, here's a, here's your quick trivia this week on our, on our expedited uh, episode here. So his name is Jalen Hyatt. He's the first wide receiver to have five receiving touchdowns against an AP top five team. Since 1997, and I want you to tell me who was the last player to have five receiving touchdowns against a AP top five team. Your your clue is he was an NC State player, and it happened against Florida State, and they still won the game. Florida, sorry, Florida Florida State State State, won the game. Florida State, Florida State still won the game, Uh, forty eight thirty five. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven, NC State. And my other hint is you will be pissed if you miss this.
0: I'm already mad cuz I know this I know this receiver, I feel like cuz how many NC State receivers has there ever been that's like notable? It's just this guy, I feel like.
1: I can't think of anyone else. I also kind of forgot this guy went to NC State, but
0: How ma- believe, what, what year I do believe, you think he retired from the NFL?
1: I'd say around 2000. I'd say around 2010 or so. I believe he's in. Yes. I believe he's in the national. If he's not in the National Football Hall of Fame, I mean, he's got to be on his way. He played for one team for primarily the majority of his career, and he finished up with the Jaguars in two thousand nine, which I forgot about.
0: Yeah, I think so I'm.
1: My my hint. My hint is this is one of your favorite receivers.
0: The first name that came into my head was Chris Chambers.
1: No, no, not Chris Chambers. He was Wisconsin, I think.
0: Okay. Is it is it an ex-Dolphin?
1: No. It's your second favorite team.
0: Second favorite team?
1: Late uh, 90s, to- early 2000s. Torrey Holt.
0: Torrey Holt. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, to be honest, I can't picture Tory Holt in an NC State jersey. I don't know if I knew he went there.
1: Okay, yeah. So I actually forgot until I saw that.
0: So he scored five touchdowns and a loss against Florida State. Yes, That's the takeaway.
1: 1997. J- Jalen Hyatt, first one to do it since then. Uh, incredible though. yeah. six six grabs. It was over 200 yards and five of them were touchdowns. Yeah. and and they were all pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. he just kept getting behind the defense, I feel like. And then I watched, like I said, I watched most of this game. The weirdest part was, like, I thought the two best players on the field was Bryce Young and Jameer Gibbs. Alabama's defense was just so bad. Like, I think they said Alabama committed almost 20 penalties. It's like 17 penalties or something. Tennessee's very good. If they played this game again and the spread was the exact same, who would you pick? If it was, like, another eight-point spread
1: the same game if they were like if they're running it back this weekend sure they can teams. play it
0: at tennessee too
1: yeah i, I yeah i think i mean if you ask me i think alabama covers that game more times than they don't cover it
0: and they almost like backdoor covered it when they muffed that like handoff tennessee did and the alabama guy scoops it up runs it in they're up seven then they take the pick all the way back down to the other end of the field it gets called back for the for the pass interference but um yeah they almost covered the eight or nine points at, or I whatever it was at kickoff yeah
1: i didn't even think of that actually it was pass interference too it was a good call it looked like you had a hold of him so pretty yeah. impressive pretty impressive effort by the hooker guy i said he looked like a heisman uh runner-up or finalist or something but
0: he's still not the favorite but i think he's like second at this point.
1: Deservedly so. That guy can that guy can play some football. Yeah,
0: he's good. good. Um that being said, I'm going to we might have talked about this before the pod started. I'm going to be looking for my spot to fade Tennessee. I'm not going to do it this week. They'll have like a 40-point spread. They're playing some like small school. But when they play Kentucky, I think that game is the week before Georgia. That might be a spot where they you know, they talk about look-ahead games. That might be one.
1: I love that. Put me, put me in on your side for that. I think I do need to fade Tennessee a few times. I just can't think of an instance where a team like Tennessee just rose through the ranks this quickly. The only The only comparison is...
0: The LSU.
1: The, LSU, obviously. But I think if you look at these rosters, like from top to bottom, LSU's recruiting classes were insane from what I understand. Like all these guys were like five-star recruits these Tennessee players are not five-star recruits. They have like a, like, I think that I heard their composite rating is like in the top, barely in the top 20 or something. And I want to say that I want to, I want to be the person that says, you know, recruiting isn't everything, but ultimately if you look at the teams that win every year, they're always towards the top, including LSU of the year that they, yeah. they, they won, they won it all. So.
0: All right. Clemson 34, Florida state 28. This one, we don't have to spend a lot of time on. Game was actually close for like a quarter. It kind of felt like Tennessee for a little bit. Like, Florida State just came out so fired up in front of the home crowd. There was even a part of me that was like, wow, like, is something going to happen here? But that was a pretty simple bet, we thought, from the start. And it covered with ease. The score looks kind of close at the end because Florida, skate- Florida State scores the two touchdowns in the fourth quarter Yeah, and Clemson definitely- doesn't score. But the game was out of hand, like Dabo was honestly like icing the game at that point and Florida state was still like racing down the field, trying to score that game was not close. The spread should never have been close. Yeah. Like that actually felt like the easiest bet of the year. And
1: it really did. And it's something told me it wasn't going to be, but it sure felt like it. And yeah, it ended up being pretty easy. I'm glad it wasn't a touchdown. That would have hurt at the end. I did have some, I did have a few alt lines. Did you take some alt lines as well?
0: No, I just kept grabbing um, minus threes and fours. and
1: Yeah, I had a six and a half and a eight and a half and a ten and a half. So kind of got burned at the end. I didn't watch any of it. I couldn't believe they only won by six when I checked the score. But
0: Yeah, it was more of like uh, the score was not indicative of how the game went. Uh, Clemson looks very good. It looked like they're finally like firing on all cylinders. It'll be interesting. I mean, they play Syracuse this week, but the books have finally caught on. The spread was like pretty huge. So I'm sure we'll get to that
1: 13 and a half. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Utah beats USC 43 to 42. Your guy cam rising.
1: Yeah. Game. Yeah. Game of the year. Maybe that one was, that one was unbelievable. He, let me see. Let me get you a quick cam rising stats here. 29 of 43, 415 yards, two TDs, everyone in the world. Oh, and three TDs rushing. Everyone knew at the end of the game he was just gonna run the ball and he somehow still did it every time. That's my favorite part about football when someone's that good that everyone knows they're gonna keep the ball and run and he still can't stop him. That's fantastic.
0: Still did it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it didn't look it did not look graceful, him sprinting into the line like that, but not only would he bust through the line, he would also be on his feet once he when he was in the end zone. It made no sense.
0: <laughs> and another game similar to the um, Baylor, West Virginia in that USC just kept scoring going ahead. I think they Utah even got up by like two around. touchdowns by one point and Utah kept hanging around. Yeah.
1: That, yeah. That one, that one hurt actually, because I did have the Utah minus, minus two and a half. Two and a
0: half yeah. yeah.
1: So I did get burned on that. Cause I was right saying Utah won, but obviously on the wrong, on the wrong side of the spread. So feels good to be right, but you know, kind of hurts to be wrong. And then I also have the, I had that USC win totals at some point. We'll get it, We'll get to those right snake.
0: Yeah. At some point.
1: Yeah. So I actually have the USC win total. So not only did I miss the spread, but then I lost out on you a USC win. So that one kind of oh, actually double backfire. Yeah. 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 That one actually kind of hurts a little bit, but all good.
0: Oklahoma state falls to TCU 40 to 43 and double OT. The Oklahoma state was up big. I don't know what happened yeah. here. I didn't watch the second half, but I was kind of like peeking at it in the first half. I honestly penciled my, I think I had Oklahoma state plus three and a half. And I was like, that is a winner that can't possibly lose. It almost yeah. did. Uh, yeah. but I don't understand how they lost that game. I guess the offense just stalled, uh, drastically in the second half. And Max yeah. Duggan's good. We've talked about it. That guy's yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Horn frogs, 14, zero, uh, 14, zero in the fourth, fourth quarter. I guess that was the difference. Cowboys couldn't, uh, get anything going there in the, when it really mattered.
0: Yeah. So that hurts. Uh, That pretty much knocks out my Oklahoma state playoff future and my Spencer Sanders Heisman future too.
1: Yeah. That stinks, man. He really didn't play well. I didn't realize that 16 of 36, 245 yards, one pick one INT. He did run the ball pretty well, 70 yards and two more TDs. So yeah, I mean, he certainly didn't play bad if they would have won that game you know, it wouldn't have knocked him out of Heisman contention. That's, you know, one way of putting it I guess.
0: Yeah. NC State 9, Syracuse 24. I watched zero seconds of that. To be honest, I forgot it happened until right now.
1: I actually forgot that happened as well. I need to get a stat line on our guy here. Uh, Oh, geez, pretty good game. Uh, I got Sean Tucker, 14 carries, 98 yards, and a TD, 7 yards a pop. Pretty impressive.
0: Might Might need to find a tweet on that.
1: Yeah, might have to check his tweet and see what he thought about the game. No more than ten points in any quarter. I think we both had the under there, so that was one we got right.
0: I got it. Saturday we won Syracuse twenty-four, NC State nine. I'm pleased with the outcome of the game and how our fans rocked the dome. Six and zero, but we're not done. I'm pleased with my performance, but there's more I can do. The grind never stops, nor will. Number 34, 14 carries for 98 yards and TD four reception for 14 yards. Hashtag pull 34 SCD.
1: Love that. Something about, I heard you say something about the dome getting rocked or something.
0: Yeah. Like our fans so, rocked the dome.
1: Sounds like something like one of our old roommates would say, like before he headed out on a Saturday night or something.
0: <laughs> Rocking the dome, Mississippi state. 17 Kentucky 27 our Wildcats pull through go to five and two on the year didn't
1: catch much of this was that was that a morning game
0: no it was afternoon it was going on while like while the USC game was getting good it was ending um Will Levis got crushed at one point I saw him he left the game they like panned to his mom in the stands she looked devastated and he just came back in I just kind of did Will Levis things. He was like pretty serviceable. He threw one yeah. one absolutely terrible pick six at the end. I think they were up ten. Drove all the way down the field. Went for it on fourth down. I saw him throw a slant pick six the other way. Wow! But then he drove back down the field again, and they kind of iced the game.
1: Okay. Yeah, it looks like they held him to twenty yards rushing, and then the uh, Rodriguez guy ran for. 200 yards, two TDs. So that was probably the difference in the game there. Looks like they dominated in the trenches, sim- similar to something that someone else experienced on Saturday.
0: Yeah, 30 carries, 196. Uh, looks like a couple decent ones left. Kansas 42, Oklahoma 52. Didn't watch it. Thought the didn't, score was hilarious.
1: Yeah, didn't lay eyes on it. Just was happy to see the Oklahoma and Dylan Gabriel. Got got things going going again down there kind of kind of felt like i could see that one coming so i think i had oklahoma minus six and a half so i didn't even have to sweat that one i also didn't watch it so yeah that was the other reason i didn't sweat dude
0: i gotta say some of these big 12 teams like i just don't like iowa state kansas state i just don't care enough to turn on the tv and watch them like they're not making the two or three screens i have on
1: i love how you said that because i feel like i'm the opposite with the big 12 Actually, that's not true. I would say I'm Like, kind of Iowa falling.
0: State, Texas, would you have wanted to watch that? Like, I just didn't care. No,
1: no, no. I guess you're right. I guess I was going to say I've fallen in love with the Big 12. That's a lie. I feel like I've fallen in love more so with the Pac-12 this year. I I like watching a lot of those games. I like
0: watching so. the Pac-12, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I I will not watch the ACC. Like, no, nope. I'll watch will Clemson. Do it.
1: I I watched Duke lose to Georgia Tech and score like 12 points and then I saw them going toe to toe with North Carolina and they're both scoring in the 30s and I just I can't figure that type of stuff out. I I cannot handle that. I can't I can't handle Duke either being amazing or terrible.
0: Notre Dame. Did you see that? Stanford 16, Notre Dame 14.
1: I did see I think I saw the end of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I never we're, we're, I we're, at no point did I have that game on.
1: There's also like a period. Of, I feel like my my perception of time on Saturday is absolutely terrible because I feel like there was a period where I was like somewhat browned out too. But <laughs> watching them lose to Stanford, I think if you had that predicted, I, I like I just
0: can't. I Stanford can't comprehend that. The, I don't think Stanford was going to be favored. They are
1: again. so bad. Yeah, yeah, they are so bad. How did Notre Dame lose that game after looking so good?
0: Looks like they scored zero points in the first half. Was that game at home again? It must have been. Yeah, it was at home. Well,
1: on I think Earth. it was
0: like a three thirty game or four o'clock.
1: Jeez, uh, Marcus Freeman is uh, three and one now as a, as a Catholic, so
0: maybe he uh, missed church the week before or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There's a lot of scores that intrigue me, but we do have to we do have to move quickly. Like Purdue beats Nebraska by six. Why are they only winning by six?
1: I didn't
0: watch any of that. LS, LSU somehow scores forty-five points.
1: That makes Jayden no Daniels sense.
0: Throws for three hundred and fifty yards. Where does that come from?
1: <laughs> I can't believe they beat Florida by ten points. Did you? You mentioned the Wisconsin Michigan State game. Did you watch that one? I cannot believe.
0: Just just watched the score, and all I knew is I had Wisconsin minus seven, and it had like a ninety percent green dot on it at one point. So I was like, oh, okay. that's that game is over. Okay, they must have blown a lead.
1: It Actually, is looking pretty even on the box score, but no, I did not watch it, so don't let me chime in.
0: Wisconsin minus seven. They lose outright in OT. Double OT, it looks like. I think that's all the games. Uh, Oh, shoot. James Madison loses finally. Three and one in the Sun Belt.
1: That's all right. Somebody I know is going to keep taking them. All
0: right. All right, let's get to this week's games. I already mentioned this. I did not... I really didn't fire too many plays yet. So I'll just kind of go through, pick out the big games. we have any thoughts, if we have any plays, we'll announce them. But hopefully this is the strategy I need to get back on track, honestly. Man, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday games are trash. I honestly don't know if any of these are worth mentioning. Thursday, I'll say Virginia and Georgia Tech play each other. It's a three-point line. That's kind of interesting. Georgia Tech is favored.
1: Yeah, I'd be so intrigued if they won three games in a row after not winning two games in a row for three seasons. That would be something else. Almost
0: seems impossible, but it's like a immovable object, uh, unstoppable force, because Virginia is playing as bad as they could like, possibly. <laughs> I also can't see Virginia winning.
1: No, I went back and forth on that. Then I realized, I was like, what am I doing right now? I, I don't think I can pick this game. I don't think anybody could actually take a, take a guess at that game.
0: Yeah, Virginia lost 38 to 17 to Duke and then proceeded to lose 34-17 to Louisville, who we found out was not good. I don't even know what Virginia is.
1: They're not good. And Georgia Tech is not good either, but they're a little they're kind of hot. So, I guess if I was to get stupid, I kept thinking I'd take Virginia, but now that you're saying this stuff out loud, I feel like I would take Georgia Tech if I had to pick someone life Ge- on the line. There's
0: no way Georgia Tech can throw the ball, right? I don't think they oh can actually I like that quarterback it's so bad i, I want to take the under the under looks like it's forty seven and I know Virginia can't really score too. is their defense good though no their defense is bad so that's why I was wondering if Georgia Tech's gonna be able to throw the ball then
1: yeah I'm not touching it I think if I had to choose one way or the other was what was the line two like three? three
0: there's probably there's probably two and a halfs and three and a halfs okay. out there there was a two there. Two so you could and, kind yeah, of do whatever you want
1: if there was a two and a half I would take Georgia Tech. I would Lane George Tech. I'm not going to pick that game, though.
0: Yeah. It seems dangerous. Uh, Friday's games are so bad. We're not discussing those. Uh, again, my list defaults to... I don't know if this is ranking teams or what, but Penn State's at the top. I probably have them, like, checked with a with a heart box or something. <laughs> Penn State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 44 and a half, so that total looks appropriately low. I didn't expect to see Penn State... Less than a touchdown favorite, but after that Michigan thing, now you've got what's his name, Mo Abraham, Ibrahim?
1: Yeah, that guy has been limited at times as opposed to Blake Corum. So,
0: I don't know. Maybe he's averaging is. like seven yards a carry. It looks like. I haven't I watched a ton of. I don't Minnesota. think he did.
1: I don't think he did last week. I could be wrong.
0: I know they're not ruling out Tanner Morgan. I I thought he had a concussion. I'm honestly not sure. I saw like a quote from PJ Fleck and he was, it's like a game time decision. There was some sort of comment. Like he woke up Sunday and he felt like
1: doing very well.
0: Yeah. Like what does that mean? Like uh, unexpectedly doing very well. So was that not a concussion? Did he have like a neck injury? And he's like, Oh, it doesn't hurt anymore.
1: Yeah. That's such a good point. I guess. I didn't even think about it, but I guess Clifford is kind of a question mark too, right?
0: I don't think so. No, because today, I think today, Franklin literally said, like, we're not taking the ball out of this guy's hands or something. I think That's- Clifford's playing. I think Tanner Morgan's playing, just based on some of the comments. So
1: Wow. Two just lifelong underachievers going at it. This is going to be great.
0: Both from Cincinnati, right?
1: Oh yeah. Good call on that.
0: I wouldn't touch that line. Like the Homer in me wants to take Penn state to win by a touchdown, but.
1: And I probably will at kick, but
0: yeah, I probably will for fun, but this Penn I, state fans know this too. Well, this is a traditionally like a skid spot. This has happened to us the last two or three years. I feel like we've lost one, then lost the other one behind it.
1: I feel like they'll win this game. I don't know why. I just feel like they will win this game. And they should win by a touchdown, but they'll probably win by a field goal.
0: Yeah, I've I always thought they would win this game because I was I'm getting married that day, and I was just like, they'll never lose on my wedding day. <laughs> but I don't know the game. Just it's not as exciting anymore. Like even if they play Michigan close, it's still like all right, you know you're still in the mix. You try and win out from here, but I feel like it's lost some luster. So now I'm not I think so they sure. Got-
1: I think they got to move on. Think about what Minnesota's coming off as well, so if that makes you feel any better.
0: Yeah, they just got whooped by Illinois, right? Like 14 or something. <laughs> I would take the... Man, I would take the over in that game. Maybe Penn State's offense surprises us. And maybe yeah, ta-
1: I might take the over as well and just hope that Penn State scores all the points.
0: Yeah. Penn State 45, Minnesota 0. All right, so... My official pick for the pod on that. I do want to have some pod action on that. I'm going to take the over forty-four and a half there. Kansas State and TCU. This is uh, 8 p.m. TCU favored by three and a half. I guess this is just eventually the big 12 is supposed to cannibalize itself, right? So
1: yeah, that's where I was. That's where I was leaning with that as well. Just a lean again, just a lean for me on that one
0: on Kansas State,
1: yeah to cover three and a half points where are you at with that?
0: I just like t c u so I'd probably buy a half point and just take t c u take my guy Max Duggan Syracuse Clemson uh Clemson like I said I think Vegas cut on here Clemson's a thirteen and a half point favorite total is fifty i I could see Syracuse not scoring many points in this game but I don't know a ton about Syracuse. my guy Sean Tucker what, what what have they been doing
1: you haven't been following his tweets or
0: not as close as I should so I they... think if I
1: could I think if I could get that at 14 and a half I will take my chances with clubs or uh with Syracuse
0: I don't know if you want to do that too I feel like Clemson no I
1: I don't want to I I just was I would I would consider it
0: I feel like Clemson's been covering a lot Okay, Syracuse put up 32 on Purdue. 31 on Louisville. That's something tells me Syracuse is going to score like 13 points in that game total. So if Clemson puts puts up four TDs, they would cover. Thirteen and a half seems like bait, though. I'm going to take give me Clemson 13.5. They've been good to me. Uh moving along here. A whole stretch of games. I don't think we care about. Ole Miss LSU, I think that qualifies as a big game.
1: Is LSU favored in this game?
0: Yeah, by one and a half points. I think solely based off what they just did at Florida. Like, I don't know if something just clicked. I'm I'm not going to fall for that.
1: I don't know which way you're going with this.
0: I just did this with LSU and Tennessee. I think Ole Miss is a better team than LSU. Ole Miss beat Kentucky. I watched that game. The difference
1: was is Tennessee was favored by three. In this game, Mississippi is an underdog by a point and a half.
0: Yeah, so to me, both those games feel like the line was like a touchdown off towards LSU. I would have never it thought just, LSU makes, would be...
1: I think I'd feel better about Ole Miss if they're a point and a half favorite and not a point and a half underdog. To me, that that worries me.
0: Oh, so you're getting all uh, college game day bear on me. I am. You said bear stayed away from the Clemson pick because the line scared him.
1: Bear not only bear stayed, bear went with Florida state to cover those points because one of his buddies works at one of the, because basically at one of the books and told him that he had bumped it down to actually two and a half or something.
0: So bear has insider information yeah well I don't like that I did that and bear
1: was bear was very wrong he only ended up what three and a half points wrong but he was very wrong he was like yeah, three, and a, three and a half touchdowns wrong
0: yeah that game was a three four touchdown game it was not close I'm taking the I'm taking the rebels here Trav money line might as well one and a half points that does nothing for me I'll take the money line high total too I mean, Ole Miss kind of scared us off those unders, but sixty six. Now they
1: now they hit two in a row once we once we caught once we caught wind of that. So
0: yeah, they've been going over, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think I trust LSU in an over. Do you?
0: Again, the Florida thing. LSU yeah. is the hardest team in the country to figure out.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you, Jaden Daniels specifically.
0: Yeah, three fifty last week. So make of that what you will.
1: Somewhere between fifty
0: and three fifty. <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome game. UCLA at Oregon is a three thirty game, and Oregon's favored by like almost a full touchdown, six points. This yeah. does seem like a spot where UCLA could skid and lose.
1: Correct. I will be rooting for UCLA. I won't be. Su- I won't be surprised when Oregon wins this game by a TD, even though that seems to break. Like that seems to all my brain cells are just, you know, mush at this point, trying to figure out how that could possibly happen. Like if you would have told me that three weeks ago, but I think I'm at the point where Oregon must be pretty good.
0: Yeah. You got to be careful when Oregon loses to Georgia in week one. And we just draw like a conclusion, like, Oh, Oregon's not good this year. Those week one games are just like,
1: it was the dominance though. I mean, it looked like an NFL team. Georgia looked that good. Oregon didn't look like they belonged on the same field. Yeah.
0: A lot of like firsts for Oregon, though. New quarterback, new coach, probably new offense, new defense. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to root for UCLA. Uh, I would never, I'm never, I would not take them plus six. I'm going to take the over 69 and a half. If I can get anything that starts with a six, I love that. I think there could be 70 points in this game.
1: Yeah, that one seems fun to root for. I so you on, are I can get better I can get on board with that.
0: Are you taking um Oregon? No.
1: No, I would never do that.
0: Okay. Texas at Oklahoma State. This game lost a little bit of luster as well, with Oklahoma State losing. And Texas is somehow favored by six, and the total is sixty-two. That seems dangerous if you're laying six points with Texas at Oklahoma state, I guess you got Texas kind of, I don't know what to call it on the rise and Oklahoma state just suffered that heartbreaker. So
1: coming home to coming, playing at home though. Yeah. If I could get this, if I could get the Oklahoma, Oklahoma state at seven points.
0: Yeah. I'm going to look at that right now. Cause I would think, I'm thinking the same thing.
1: So there is a six and a, there is a six and a half
0: guess that's what I'm doing. I'll I'll probably buy it to 7, like the coward yeah, that I Yeah, I I'd,
1: I'd probably buy it to 7.
0: That's my play. I'm buying that to 7.
1: I would I, I would not love be surprised. that. They, I they, would not be surprised if Oklahoma State wins that game. i might have to throw that in some sort of uh parlay that I'm definitely going to lose.
0: Yeah. The more I'm looking at that line, I'm just like this is starting to look like my favorite play of the week. We're up 7 nothing when the ball kicks off. I love that, Trav. Oklahoma State, plus 7. All right, not a ton left here.
1: I don't think you've touched on a single one of my plays yet, brother.
0: Oh, you got...
1: There's some late night Pac-12 action that you will want to mention.
0: So what do we have for late night Pac-12 action? We have to mention the Buffs coming off a win, right?
1: Holy cow, yeah. Did you catch the end of that?
0: No. I just heard the result. Buffs get their first and potentially only win of the year.
1: Yeah, probably only win against Cal, too. Jack Plummer,
0: (laughs) frequent mention on the pod. Jack Plummer, yeah,
1: that guy's gonna need a plumber because he is, he's, he's into some deep shit there, buddy. (laughs) That guy is trash.
0: (laughs) It must be. Yeah, I don't, nothing else I see on this list strikes me as a big game, Trav. So. If you want to go rapid fire through your picks, we can do that. Sure,
1: yeah, sure. I've just been, I've just been sitting here, just rubbing my hands together, just waiting, baby. just itching. Yeah, fire away. So, so I did mention Cincinnati earlier playing SMU on on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. I believe. Cincinnati is favored by two and a half points on Fanduel. Cincinnati has won 18 straight versus the rest of a AA, the AAC. They're coming off a bye, presumably getting some guys healthy. They a, their running back's name is Charles McClelland, coming off a 178-yard effort, averaging nearly eight yards a carry. And he's now facing SMU, who is the 123rd-ranked defense in yards allowed per game.
0: That's why I picked Navy last week.
1: This seems rather square, but I'm going to take the cheese here, Snake. Cincinnati, minus
0: 2.5. Yeah, I'll do that, too. Cincinnati's ready to turn a corner, right? They've just been kind of winning... Winning like unnecessarily close games, like they beat South Florida by less than a TD. Have they only lost
1: the one game to Arkansas? They have. So yeah, they're five they, and zero otherwise. Yeah, I mean they've won eighteen straight against AAC. Beat opponents. Tulsa by let's, ten. Let's not overthink this, buddy. And It's they've, two and
0: a half points. They've won the last eighteen games in the AAC. Yes. And there's two and a halfs.
1: And they're playing SMU, who's like I don't know what they're three and five. I mean, yeah, I don't three. believe
0: in SMU. Yeah. 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 That that UCF game was telling to me. I like that. I'll add that. Cincinnati minus 2.5.
1: Next one I have, I believe, is at 11 a.m. It is the Buffalo Bulls versus the Toledo Rockets. I have over 60 points here. As we have seen in the past, these MAC overs seem to hit at kind of unprecedented rates. Toledo is coming off back-to-back games where they scored 50-plus and gave up 30-plus. You can do your own math there. Uh is averaging 36 and a half points per game versus Mac opponents so far this year. And they're, you know, this, the, they're the second best scoring team in this, in this matchup. Uh, I think this could hit by the end of the third quarter over 60. Um Number three, I have, I don't think this total has been announced yet, but I want the UNL, the team under whatever that is. I did. I was able to find it at, 10 and a half somewhere. So I did take that just because I don't, I feel like I don't think, I don't think 11 points is in play here. These guys are coming off seven point efforts against San Jose state in air force. I think a goose egg here is completely possible.
0: Uh, nor, uh, <laughs> Notre Dame li- Notre Dame,
1: Notre Dame might score 17 points. They might score 24 points. They might score 44 points. I don't really care. I don't think UNLV scores more than 10. I'm back on the JMU train snake as alluded to earlier. I forget I didn't even write down who they're playing.
0: I think you said that last Marshall. week too. Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Which I I did, I did I saw say that this, last week too. Yeah. You don't even care who JMU plays. You no, just you know they no. cover So last week was the first week they didn't cover, correct?
1: They actually lost. Yeah, they lost outright to Georgia Southern, Southern, who is Clay Helton's coach. I'm starting to get the hang of that, I feel like, a little bit more. State and Southern. So yeah, yeah. you
0: got Marshall, who we know Marshall's bad. We know Marshall's bad. We watched
1: it. And basically, I mean, you figure, besides like, what, one SEC team and one overhyped group of five school, you know, that gets killed in a bowl game every year, basically every team... You know, no teams go undefeated besides that. I still love I still love my JMU Dukes. They're still five and one against the spread for God's sakes. I think they're substantially better than Marshall. They're playing at home. They're gonna get they're gonna they're gonna rally around the squad there. I think they win this by three or four scores. It's twelve and a half, uh minus twelve and a half on bet MGM right now.
0: I'll add that. I'm adding that one as well. Guess what the tickets are going for that game? Tickets as low as this. It's at JMU.
1: Of all the travies I've ever heard, this one's up there. It uh, could be anything, six, right? Sixty
0: bucks. One hundred and six dollars.
1: Yeah, It's just it must wow. be a really. It must just be a really small stadium, and they're really good. And it's probably homecoming or something too.
0: Okay. Don't, call, don't, it could, don't could be overthink a homecoming. it. Yeah. yeah don't no, I want. It. Yeah, I love that.
1: And it's a party school too, so. Man, it's oh my gosh, Jake. That's. I might have that. Might have to go alt line. I might have to move that up to three TDs. Homecoming too? How did I not think of this?
0: I love how we're not even checking whether it's actually homecoming. We're just assuming it is.
1: <laughs> uh, next one. I don't. You didn't mention this one in the plays. This was the Pac-12 game I was alluding to later, or maybe I, I thought it was later. Arizona State, Stanford. First Stanford. Arizona State is somehow getting three points to work with in this game against Stanford. Do you want me to say it? Do you want me to say it or do you want to?
0: What do you guys? You like, uh, you like Emery Jones? What are you, Where are you going to do? The around?
1: wrong team is favored. Alert, oh. snake. Sound the alarm. Move, move over Mickey Mouse. Sean Iguano is officially everyone's favorite Disney character.
0: <laughs> Let me see what's going on with Stanford before I jump on this train.
1: They're not good.
0: So Stanford lost Oregon State by one, two weeks ago. Before that, yeah, bad, bad, bad. They beat Colgate. Something happening at Stanford? 0-4 oh, in the Pac-12. I don't know if I can... What did Arizona State do last week?
1: So, Emery Jones, I believe, got hurt last week. and the One of the backups came in and played phenomenally well. So now you're going to tell me they got two guys playing at a high level? I love that. Pick your poison. They're kind of pushing each other a little bit. Hey, if you don't throw for 400 yards here in the first half, your ass is getting yanked. You're going to put the other guy in.
0: <laughs> that always works. That always works. All right. I think that's a stay away for me, Trav.
1: That's so disappointing.
0: Arizona State must have been off last week. Or...
1: No, they beat somebody no. good last week. Washington, yeah. Yeah. Beat Washington last week. They scored like 40 some points. Stanford probably won't even score 17. They're terrible. <laughs> just just think about it. Not putting you on the spot. Um, so that's it. That's it for me for college. I just had one NFL play. So go ahead if you wanted to run through everything that you've decided you want to take.
0: Yeah. There might be pauses between these because I'm literally scrolling down the list. Uh. I should probably start with what I actually placed bets on. This will be funny if I took something fading. Virginia, Georgia Tech. I think I was alluding that I like the under. I actually did play that. Under 45 and a half. I took Duke plus nine at Miami. Solely because that's more than a touchdown.
1: I hate Duke so much.
0: Yeah, Duke definitely sucks okay so i would like to do something looking down the list i'd like to do something with iowa ohio state i think i saw that iowa is zero five uh if you're betting the over this year is that possible they haven't hit an over yet
1: i think we talked about this last week they did hit one over
0: it definitely wasn't against Illinois. It, was with Rutgers. Was
1: it was against Rutgers.
0: 27 10 it cashed by like a point or something a couple
1: points, yeah. That right. was a, so, that was the lowest one I ever heard. It was thir- so low thirties.
0: Iowa overs are one in five. I think, I think we're due to correct here. This number is right at uh, seven TDs, forty nine. I would not be shocked if Ohio State can score forty two points on Iowa. I'm taking the over forty nine. Okay, BYU, BYU Liberty catches my eye. BYU looks like they're laying six and a half points. It's at Liberty. Why do I feel like Liberty and JMU are super similar schools? If JMU is on homecoming, Liberty's probably on homecoming. I think I'm going to lay the, or I'm going to take the full TD with Liberty. And that's partly because I just, I've given up on BYU. It's time to bet against them a little bit. Okay. This might be one of my last ones, but we're going to start getting nuts here. My Vanderbilt Commodores are getting a full two touchdowns at Missouri. I think Vandy can keep this within two TDs. I'd almost like an alt line, like a plus seven and a half there. I I really like Vanderbilt plus 14. And that may be it for me. I kind of want some action in Pittsburgh, Louisville. I just haven't watched Pitt in several weeks now.
1: Me, me neither. I kind of wanted to get in on Pitt as well. There, getting a, getting a point and a half—that seems bad. That Almost, seems like they should be. I
0: think you could yeah. probably find them getting three. Wow. And I don't, like I don't. I don't like Louisville. Yeah.
1: Giving three. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't have much on the card, so I'm going to add that too. I'm going to find a Pitt plus three. So that's everything I'm taking. Give me the NFLs. I need an NFL winner bad.
1: So my NFL, my one NFL play this week, I am doing I am doing six plays this week again. Back to the good old standard six rack. Double units on it. I want it to really hurt when I miss all six. I have Washington plus five and a half versus Green Bay. Taylor Heineke is playing this weekend, and I refuse to believe that's a step back from Carson Wentz realistically. I I like to picture Taylor Heineke as like doing some sort of Mark Wahlberg invincible like thing every day after practice, just like running around Washington, DC, like 15 miles, you know, like without headphones in, just like just signal- just signaling that he's ready for his next opportunity when he gets it. And <laughs> Needless to say, I think he's gonna like. I think he's gonna be ready to go in this one. Sorry to my cheesehead fans. I don't think Green Bay is the Green Bay we're accustomed to here in the recent in you know in recent history. I think the Commanders hang around and they might just steal this one.
0: All right, so you got a uh, Commanders plus five and a half at home. Yeah. So I'm just looking through the board now. I'm gonna jump in on one play. I'm going, unless you tell me Russell Wilson is hurt and out, is he out?
1: I think he'll play.
0: Okay. He's definitely banged up, but I'm assuming he's going to play. I'm going to take the Broncos favored by one at home. I just don't know if it could get any worse than it's been going. So they are playing the Jets. I'm okay laying a point against the Jets.
1: I think I like that one as well. They have to win at some point, right? I yeah, feel like that's the worst logic ever, but it is it's gotta be true to some point.
0: I don't think Russell Wilson's gonna go like four and twelve. I just don't.
1: Did you have any NFL talk to add? I had a couple like super quick things.
0: No, go ahead.
1: Just quick NFL talk. So this is the most polite way I can think of saying this, but basically if you're a fan of an NFL football team and if your NFL, your favorite NFL team is not named the Buffalo Bills, there is no need to continue watching anything but NFL Red Zone oh, this wow. season.
0: This is because the Bills beat the Chiefs,
1: buddy. They're they're speaking of invincible. They're invincible. Also, briefly, if you if if you haven't yet, you need to look into Robert Kraft's wedding. Did you know that this guy got married to like a forty year old woman?
0: Uh, that I mean that's not shocking. I know his yeah. wife died like ten years ago, and I knew he had a young girlfriend. Surprised he'd go yeah. marriage.
1: Yeah, so I checked in on that. You need you need to get some of the details on that. Absolutely incredible. I saw some pictures of him out with like the friends and stuff, and they literally look like they're acting like they're in their early twenties. And I'm looking at him like, wow, this guy stands out like a sore thumb here.
0: Are you gonna tell me that his friends are like his age? Because I'm picturing his friends Ow. in their forties.
1: They're all in their forties. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All his friends are in their forties. There's actually a video of Meek Mill. So Meek Mill and Ed Sheeran performed at this wedding.
0: He's tight Meek with Mill. Meek Mill.
1: And Ed Sheeran too, evidently. Meek Mill said in a video that when he was when he, he was in the clink, only three there was basically only three people he could reach out to. And he listed them and I can't remember who the other two were, but the third one was Robert Kraft.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's terrific. I'm looking at some photo it looks like a lot of celebrities. Elton John. Randy Moss. I-
1: Brady went Brady went solo for anyone that was curious.
0: Oh. Yikes. Um. Oh, favorite plays. Favorite play. Need to parlay something.
1: Malene and JMU. Homecoming. Have we confirmed it's homecoming? I did confirm that it is Liberty's homecoming. I don't know if I told you that.
0: Yeah, uh, it's JMU's homecoming as well. Yeah, I looked that up Great. while you were while you were rattling Great. picks. Great. Wait, and Li- you're telling me Liberty is homecoming?
1: Liberty is homecoming.
0: I want to do the homecoming teaser, but I don't love the Liberty Liberty pick as much.
1: I love how yeah, because no team has ever lost on homecoming. We know that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. I remember Dude, I'm in high gonna school. End up taking... I remember in high school we played Wilmington in homecoming and the AD scheduled well, Wilmington was like a double A team, so he's like, "Oh, here we go. This will be perfect." And I think we lost like 60 to 7, so.
0: Homecoming though. Can't beat that crowd. I'm taking Oklahoma State and I'm going to find it at a full TD or a full TD and extra point.
1: Cool. I like that.
0: Oklahoma State plus 7 and JMU is going to be what? 12, 12 and a half.
1: 12 and a half right now. So I would probably take that up to three TDs. I'm feeling frisky. Alt line? It's your wedding weekend. We might have to do an alt line as well. See if we can miss, you know, the teaser, the regular, and the alt line.
0: Yeah. No, I'm going to take a straight teaser. I'm going to put one unit on it, and it's going to be about even odds, and I'm going to get back in the win column with those things. I
1: need to do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would do JMU not minus nine and a half. They don't lose this game by less than 10 points. They don't win this game by less than 10 points.
0: Yeah. Let's get For JMU. Yep. Let's get JMU by less than 10 and Oklahoma State by more than. We could probably get Oklahoma State by more than 10 as well.
1: Yeah. 14 might be even better.
0: Yeah. All right. That's a winner. Okay. I almost forgot to. A couple of UFC, I think it's UFC 282 plays. I feel good about these. I'm just betting, like, the three big fights. I am going to take my guy, TJ Dillashaw, TJ Needleshaw, to beat Aljamain Sterling, plus 145 on the money line. Uh, That guy, all that guy does is win, I feel like. Peter Yawn, Sean O'Malley. So that's, like, the dude that dyes his hair pink is fighting, like, this short Russian boxer. I'm taking over two and a half rounds. I think the O'Malley guy just stands away from him the entire time, and he's going to be afraid to engage. I don't think that fight gets finished. And, oh, lastly, I I took Charles Oliveira a long time ago. So that's the Brazilian dude who uh, I think he's won the last four or five fights. Uh, He's a lightweight. He is fighting Khabib's buddy, Makachev, or something like that, so...
1: You know, I've been meaning meaning to say this for like seven weeks, but in the intro, you know, you have the Michael Buffer obviously introducing us. I absolutely love how, actually, I don't know if I love it. Just the way that he says, introducing first. Isn't it kind of like spooky? Oh, yeah. Introducing first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like listening to him. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I, I feel like I tune into the U, uh, UFC like once a month, maybe or something. When you like, you gotta watch the talk,
0: big events. Yeah. Talk
1: me into this stuff and listening to him do an intro though. There, there's nothing like it.
0: Yeah, that gets your jollies going. Like nothing. There's nothing quite else like it in sports. It's like you could be totally uninvested into the fight and just like listen to his intro on the two fighters, and your heart rate spikes up. It's awesome. Alright, I think that's the pod trap. We really need a W in that teaser. Let's get it this week.
1: We need that bad. Double units. <laughs> w. Triple units for that. Let's do this.
0: Alright, so we will catch you next week.
1: a good place to be Don't believe I